Hi, my name is Suffolk Ram. I'm in Meister. Don't, yeah, let, don't let the video footage deceive you. We've still left it out of focus. Yeah. Um, no, we just we just got smeary shit over the lens. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to our Christmas thingy, Bob. I'm, I'm, I'm two I'm days, a, Christmas. Jesus. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, it's will be because it's going to be. Well, you know, it's, it will be. It's, it's <laughs> the twenty second. Jeez. Yeah. So, oh yeah. By the way. Yeah. Oh look, it's going red. Yeah, he's tingling his balls. I mean, his bells. My little reindeer. Yeah. Stylized reindeer. Look at him. Yeah, he looks like a little turd. <laughs> so, where we are? Christmas, yay! Oh, so, we've got a schedule for this fine day. Have you well, said your name yet? Yeah, yeah. I said Suffolk Ram. Oh, yeah. Well, listen. But if you want, we'll do it again. Hello, on the Suffolk Ram. <laughs> Midwest. Yes, yes. I don't think again. you did, you know. <laughs> oh, he just really off. enjoyed it. It's his favourite part of the podcast. Yeah, that's the That's the only reason I come here. Uh, right, so, games we've been playing. It's not as bad as it was last year when I couldn't end up seeing. Or was that the year before when I ended up getting blinded by tinsel? Mm. Yeah, it was one year when we, um, the year when we had, then Bard turned up and I wasn't expecting him. I didn't yeah. enough tinsel. And it that, was, that was the more I couldn't see a goddamn thing, so I was literally a head covered in tinsel. That was fun. I'm in the podcast. No! Come back. I'm in the podcast where, um,. I, well, the shirt I was wearing and your green screen was about the same colour oh, 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 I, I just disappeared <laughs> wasn't that the one when Kim turned up yeah it was as well we used to have green screen we were so professional at one point we had a green I've seen some of the old ones they used to be quite good you guys I know we were yeah, we've right. really gone downhill we the one with the multiple microphones and, and the, the tea, audio tam, t- table stuff and all that budget and yeah because I actually fucking did the work <laughs> budget, budget cuts <laughs> I, did, so. I did think mm, maybe I, I was an expensive technician to have about you know yeah. that and they didn't like the fact that I actually made them do the things properly <laughs> yeah, like, we have a track in the last couple of uh, that's a good point I'll do it on the end of this. <laughs> that's good well we're at the end I'll do it right stop quiet right. I'll add this bit out okay shut up right mind we take that bit out um, no, <laughs> no, 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 do you remember I deafened you on the poor recording? There's only a few of those times. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mate, I spent weeks working on some of those. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> In fairness, some of those podcasts shrank a fair bit. <laughs> and we almost came across a PC and a few of them. We did. <laughs> We did. Right. So, what games you. So, what games you played the last two weeks when we've been off air? If you remember from two weeks ago, I had the whole Amazon. It's me, Yes, I do remember vaguely telling that. Did strike back for a second time, because in the mail, two weeks and two days ago, I got my PS1 Classic. Yeah. That's a cool fire, yeah? No, but. You were talking about the power thing, right? Yeah, yeah Two yeah. weeks ago. What? So it has a USB power thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go in the back of the TV. You need to use a plug. Luckily, I had, I, had, I didn't have my phone anymore, so I used my Apple. Well, I was going to say, quite a wiggy thing. So I had to, yeah, I, had to use, I just used that. With, starting off, kind of crappy. Anyone who plays the NES has that shitty long, that really short power, you know, yeah. controller. You get the 20 games... 15 of them are, you know, why did they choose those games? There's a thing released recently of the games that were almost on there, like Vagrant Story was yeah, I did talked about. Yeah, list. Yeah, like 
Squeak of Den and all that kind of stuff. But oh, squeak. No, was it one or two that they were putting on their one, wasn't it? Was yeah, it yes. Squeak of No. And the games that have ended on there, oh, it's digital pad only, right? And it's got Rainbow Six. And it's just... A, a didn't, yeah, but didn't that only... Wasn't that originally on a, a D-pad? Yeah, but so, PS1. Possibly, but it's completely unplayable now. Because the way well, you have yeah, to move... Yeah, you expect and, to play other things. Yeah, you just, you just can't figure out a way to do it. So it's just... Why would they put that on there to begin with? It's just... Yeah, nice. so, like, they rushed over, it, mate. Yeah. They didn't develop any other software on it. From what I heard, it's running PCSX Rearmed, which is the emulator we've been running on the <coughs> Raspberry Pi since 2012. Half the games are PAL, which is yeah. obviously you don't expect In that. this day and age, no. Yeah, and the other half, like some are NTSC, but it's completely random. There is a way to hack it to make it do NTSC. But it's just from what I understand, it's plugging a keyboard and press escape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, you put a keyboard in. Yeah, and it doesn't. There's no filler options. You can't have like. There's nothing. There's no smooth over. Obviously, there's you wouldn't have scan lines for PS One kind of era necessarily. But there's nothing. You can't add anything. Any. I suppose you could do, but. Yeah, they're running. Yeah, CRTs and stuff. But yeah, but there's none of that on there. There's no options to change any of the. No, the for picture sure. or anything, and the games just look. It's basically running a very, very, very raw um, PCSX rearmed install. Yeah, you could have got the exact same thing on a Raspberry Pi Zero for a fiver. <laughs> yeah, the games just look because they they haven't aged anywhere near as well as like a Super Nintendo or anything. That nope. like the structure Derby. Oof, that's ugly Simon Filter looks so bad it's almost unplayable a lot of people have complained about the playability of a lot of these games and the way they looked and I looked at yeah. some of them when, when these are, looks at a couple of American folks I know were complaining about I was like they look exactly like they did when they yeah. came out they, don't look, they could have done something to make them look better I was like, are you kidding me you can do those games, games look like shit that's not, that's that's like kind of yeah. the point. isn't the point they're meant to be like the yeah but they games. were complaining because it was an open source emulator that they should have done something to make them prettier so the only issue for me is why not make them all the, the NTSC version so at least they're a little bit smoother and because they rushed it they probably mm. went to MU Paradise before they had it shut down and pulled down the first handful of fucking seed like the ISOs they could get but why not Put games like Klonoa on there, which because that would still look look okay. I know it was a brilliant game on the system. <laughs> I know Symphony of the Night was on PS4, but that's that. I think that's a different market the, and everything. But that, so. I think that's a lot of the problem. A lot of their heavy hitter PlayStation One games have just recently been re-released in HD. Yeah, so you're not going to get. No one's going to buy the PlayStation Classic for fucking Crash Bandicoot One and Two. That's no. just been released as a triple pack. No yeah, one's going to no, buy it for Spyro because anything. that's just been re-released as a as a pack, or is it being released? I can't remember. That's uh, so no. out now. Sparkling and remastered. I hope so. The for Christmas. Oh well, yeah. there you go. Well, anyone is on the disc, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. But it's just that is true that a lot of those games are better elsewhere now. You know, on, but they've missed it. They missed the boat. Yeah, they yeah. rushed it out for Christmas and they did a piss poor job of it. Even honestly, look. Not, so you're going to yeah. go back to the thing but yeah, if these people want, if you want a Playstation 1 emulation experience that kicks the ever-loving shit out of the because we've been doing this since the Raspberry Pi 1 <laughs> back in what 2012 or something like that 2011 it was 2011 I think when the Raspberry Pi 1 came out that thing has been able to emulate Playstation 1 games near flawlessly since then 
You go and so, buy my sister's husband, you would. Which means... <laughs> a lot of that stuff. Which means you can <coughs> buy... Because a, a, a Pi 1 is basically the same as a Pi 0. Mm. The Pi 0 is a fucking fiver, mate. <laughs> a fiver. Five pounds for the, for the Pi. Get yourself a little £10 memory card. That's, what, about 64 gigs now? Mm. You could just... Up until they shut down MU Paradise and all of the different ROM sites, you could have literally just downloaded the ISOs. Popped them onto the pie, they would have played ten times better than anything on the classic. Yeah. I would have cancelled again if they, you know didn't have the same issue, but it's just it's a, it looks really nice under the TV. Yeah, same but as the Super Nintendo. The control pads aren't bad, but they're fine. They're fine. They're like they used to be, but DualShock would have been handy for Ridge Racer type out. That's that game's still okay. Ridge Racer. I remember that only I, being uh, only having uh, D pad input anyway. I was quite late on. I think that oh. I think that was Rumble feature. Or the Gran Turismo. Was Probably the original, was... maybe the original Gran Turismo. That did because Gran Turismo, I think, had it later on. Like you it worked with it, but didn't come. Oh right. You know, yeah, no. You when you first got it, wouldn't necessarily have that. But um, Metal Gear looks fine, but it's weird without the Rumble because that was quite a big feature of that game. Mm. And you got you know that would alert you to certain things. And they just look, obviously, like, you know, switching between Power and NTs, like, Core Boards 2, I haven't really played much, but that's, like, the Power version, they're very slow. Mm. And there's, there's the front end, the design of it was all very, very cheap and basic, there's no real time or thought put into it. Uh, like I say, the Raspberry Pi, you, you honestly <coughs> just download any of the emulation packages for the original Raspberry Pi, Pi Zero, the fucking Raspberry Pi Model A Plus has just been released. With the, I think it's the Raspberry Pi 3's quad-core processor. So you've got an even smaller Pi board. Not quite a zero, but a small square board that could have easily gone in that PlayStation Classic that would have absolutely destroyed. I've had a bad month, actually, for games. Fallout 76 and then this. So hasn't yeah, gone well. Poor bastard. Make sure right, he's had to play it for the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Do not buy a PlayStation Classic, by the way, if anyone's on the fence about oh, it. Do not buy it. It's a bit late now, because it's just like before Christmas. So they see the <laughs> Oh, no! That's my daughter's Christmas present! I hope no one's watching they just bought that, and then watch this, because... See, playing... Playing, um... Final Fantasy VII, even that, the nice PC version's on PS4, so... Yeah. Why get the slightly, you know, blocky-looking version? Well, the, the, the thing, even though with that, the, the trouble is... PAL and NTSC, because I was talking to my mate about it before, so the PAL and NTSC issue is that the games run about 17-ish percent slower, somewhere between 12 and 17 yeah. percent. It's what, uh, yeah, it's about sick flow or so, isn't it? So yeah, because yeah. PAL and NTSC... It's a 10 six, frame difference. Yeah, 60 as opposed to 50, so yeah, about about yeah, about 16 percent slower in theory. Thereabouts. Well, around 17. Yeah. So, so, you know, it, it, there is a difference, because obviously the games, were, they didn't optimise back then. They could have made them run, Correctly. you know, properly. But why bother? Yeah, like <laughs> why bother just slow them down, yeah. crop them, job done kind of thing. Um, that was down to, originally the excuse was it was down to our power grid, mm. running at 50 hertz. So our TVs were running at 50 hertz, even though we had the higher resolution. Mm. But they didn't optimise. The real reason why these games ran so much worse is because they didn't optimise. No matter what people say about our power grid and about our TV resolutions and refresh rates, it was optimization. That was the problem. We've had... the These systems were on the market over fucking 20 years ago now. 
Power Ninja SE, no one remembers mm. what it was like to play those games mm-hmm. at those speeds because we've got emulation now and they'll run at 60 hertz. So why? <clears throat> why did they drag back mm. the PAL versions of these systems? Why? Why is that even still a thing? No one knows. Look, there are people in the millennium who were born on the millennium. They're, ni- they're going to be 19 years old. They have no idea about the PAL NTSC issue. No. So annoying, wasn't it? Like, I remember a soccer, like a football game. My friend, my cousin, had the Japanese version of it, and then I got it. I rented it, I think, for the UK version, and I was still a kid. And I, it was so much slower, and I just thought it was way slower than I remembered. But, but the, oh. the thing is, we don't we don't really remember it anymore, do we? <laughs> we, we? We have it in our head yeah. that it was a bit slower, mm. but we don't really click. How much slower? Or crop? Like yeah. two guys have made it for like the whole top well, of the black bar. Yeah, because well, that's that because that, we're but... running it. The game's basically displayed at 480p and a 576 window. Mm. So there was no information to put at the top or bottom. There were some games that were properly uh, optimized for resolution of that. So if you put those cartridges in an NTSC system, they run too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were actually properly optimised, mm. but they were few and far between. Mm. Yeah, right. it, it wasn't a problem with hardware. It wasn't a problem with power. It was fucking sheer laziness. At least the wires were long enough for controllers back then. That's yeah. total nonsense. Just yeah. infuriating. <coughs> if you haven't already bought it for Christmas, yeah, don't go out and buy it now. Because <laughs> yeah. they fixed that problem we'll by the PS2, top. did they not? PS2 like halfway through the sort of PS2 era they started to get a lot because we had the option of um, running up 50 or 60 hertz um, yeah they started to get a lot better still a lot of lab box in the PS2 there wasn't there yeah there was a few issues here and there but then that was mainly because the PS2 was mainly designed to output a roughly 480i and 576 anyway wasn't it so still probably one of the biggest jumps graphically PS1 and PS2 between consoles up there anyway yeah you know. I don't, the trouble is because I've been playing these I've been <coughs> playing a lot of American games over the last 20 years I don't mm. remember what the fuck it was like to play a PAL game <laughs> I, re- I really don't remember there are a handful that I remember but even then uh, because I've probably been emulating them mm. they, they ran at a, a somewhat respectable speed at full screen mm. um, yeah. I mean even playing on my original hardware upstairs a lot <coughs> of them are region modded so that I can my Super Nintendo it's a PAL Super Nintendo but it'll fill the fucking frame even without that, the choice of games is bizarre. Like Tekken 3, you expect that like a really good fight, but then also Battle of Venus Ascendant, which I liked as a kid, but why have that as well? And there's a whole bunch of puzzle games that no one remembers. Yeah. PS1 had like, I don't know, 1,500 games. Why choose they, those three? They rushed. They yeah. rushed, and they were like, shit. They should have taken their time remember. to get the licenses and gone to the companies. and gone to Sony uh, had no <laughs> issue getting those licenses. This was, a yeah. sh- this was a cash grab, and it was a rush. They should have been able to get... This Crash was 1990s incompetence. <coughs> Should we optimise? <coughs> <coughs> Fucking crush it, run it, slar it, I'll be fine. Like, Sony have a really good relationship now with a lot of like the people they had back then, so Gran Turismo wouldn't have been an issue to get that on there, and all, you know, so many games would have been, you know, fine. Hogs of War, that should have been on there. Yeah. 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 Right. a good game. It, it, I liked Hogs of War. <coughs> There's not more I can say than, the, you know, that no one's said it's any good, because like you say, it's just rush, cheap, Bare minimum of effort, let's put it out there. People buy it. Mate, I could build you better. <coughs> Keep the control pad, I could build yeah. you better for 30 quid with a Raspberry Pi and some parts. I'll give you the thing, you can stick it in it. Dude, just fucking. So it looks like a PS1. There you go. Yeah. 
So it's, you know, <laughs> this is a fucking joke. I actually, I'll give you that and just stick it in that PS One. <laughs> there you go. In that thing and we'll gaffer together. Yeah. Realize they have a decent one. Realize they have a yeah. decent system. We've actual good games. Well, from on what there. I've heard, the power supplies been uh, people have been plugging them into them uh, smart kind of variable rate power supplies. Now the ones with like smart cha- uh, smart yeah. Uh, uh, like on quick charge and stuff like that people have been plugging the playstations into those and it's been causing them to pop that's a weird been thing too much power. yeah that, that's rubbish that USB into an adapter kind of thing mm. that's interesting because it must be a voltage issue because you can't really mm. <clears throat> you can't really force amperage through something very easily if the circuitry ain't good no and it's not completing the handshake, and that, that <clears throat> let's say the thing is only saying, like, oh, well, I'll only take, you know, five volts at two amps, and all of a sudden the charge is, like, right off the bat, I'm going to push out, I don't know, nine volts, three amps, you fucked it. Yeah. And, I mean, good. in fairness, the Nintendo <clears throat> Switch stuff does that. Um, if you buy a cheap USB-C cable, and it's not properly set up, if you plug it into a high output device and then plug it into a low output device, rather than reconfirming with a handshake what it needs, it just tries to dump the last highest amount it put out. So if you went and plugged in this USB-C cable into a into like a a, a laptop, like a MacBook, a new, a new MacBook or a, a one of those Pixel tablets or whatever, it'll say, right, I want the full USB-C spec available. Like, what is it like? Uh, 15 volts or whatever. Something like that, yeah. 15 volts, 3 amps. Um, great. <clears throat> but then when you've got to plug it into your 5 volts, uh, 2 amp phone, that's like, oh, I'm not going to handshake it, just <clears throat> this is what I did last time. Boom. There goes your phone. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if the same thing was happening to the PlayStation Classic. Wouldn't get surprise me. Switch Plus next year, can't you? <laughs> Switch Mega, wherever it's going to be called. Can I have a little rant about that? Super Switch. Go on, have a rant. The only reason do not praise Nintendo for releasing a more powerful Nintendo Switch with revised hardware, the only reason they are releasing a revised hardware Switch... Oh, hang on a minute. Wasn't there that really, really hardcore exploit? The hardware... Look, all the way down, hardware level, unpatchable... Mm. Was that issue where they could break open the Nintendo Switch to allow it to run anything? <laughs> and any Switch on the market could <clears> be hacked, and there was nothing they could do. Mm. And the only way they'd be able to fix that is with a firmware, uh, a hardware revision. <laughs> so why are we praising them for a, for a revision now? I'm not that big on that. I never bought a Pro, but although, you know, mid, mid, mid range kind of thing is a bit of, bit of a pain, really. Mm. But I bought a Pro, so I'm part of the problem. No, well, like I say, they're, they're not they're not doing it to increase performance or because like the N- Nintendo have gone on record saying we want to keep it relevant. No, well, what do you're trying anyway, to fix. No, they're not. Just quick loading no, or no, something. No, 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 no. They're not trying that. No, they're just trying to fix the security. Hacked, yeah. That's it. There's no mm. way they can patch the chip. There's there's nothing they can do software wise to fix that chip. Mm. It's a hardware problem. It's a hardware level exploit. The only way they can fix it is to get rid of the chip. Mm. So that's why they're going to revise it. That's all. Is they're not doing it for us? They're doing it for their bottom line. I've had already had my two worst games of the year, so I'm covering worst games. There you <laughs> go. It's <laughs> a, a hard, it's a hard call, but 
I'd still say 4876 is worse than the classic. Good job, Bethesda. <laughs> You've nailed it there. I played a Sony few. did zero work and they still ranked higher than you. I played a few kind of <laughs> PlayStation Classic games and they just tried to turn it off. And this is going to be a lump of plastic under just, my just, TV. Just unplug it. I've unplugged it already, so it's just, it's just sitting there. It's just there. It's just kind of looking pretty, but like, <laughs> regretful. Well, mate, I've got a fully functioning PlayStation <laughs> 1 upstairs. You can have me on there. There you <laughs> go. It'd be bad. Right. Yeah. Anything else? That's, no, that's Anything me so? done on that. Um, well, I'm mm. playing a couple of games. They're both short games. Okay. Uh, the first one's a game called Consortium, uh, which is a weird game. The idea sort of behind it, the premise behind it is that you, the player, <clears throat> as in you, the player, are somehow being, through the magic of this computer game, mm. being actually taking control of somebody in the future. Mm. So you're not playing a game where you play someone in the future, you, the player, are actually taking control of them, apparently. Mm, okay. That's a weird sign premise. It's like, this is a lot of, you've created a lot of, you've created a lot of um, <coughs> law here. Law here, just for the sake of making a game where you play someone in the future. But you play, you basically... You play this character on this set in short A twenty forty six where the first of all mankind's pretty much solved all the problems, you know, we've solved global warming, we've solved it, so it's easy to solve the first shitty releases. Todd has been arrested and tried for war crimes <laughs> and we've solved it all. Oh, nice. And, and but but there's like there's still unrest in the world, because it always is. So we and there's it. like We'll solve all the major ones like all climate change and so forth. All the, all the big things. Trump, Starbucks, Trump's gone. Gouging yeah. <clears throat> we built them all. <laughs> and you are this you're part of this futuristic police force called the Consortium. And you basically are well the police force and it's it's based on like a chess strat ranking structure. So like the low level like basic like enlisted <clears throat> people are just called pawns. Mm. Which must be really good for self confidence. Mm. Um, there have been films that have done that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's on, it's on a television show. Um, you then have, like, the rooks who are, like, I would say, it looks to be, like, sort of more specialist people. So, like, you might have a rook who's in charge of the engineering. Like, they're, like, the officer, the first, like, step of being an officer. Mm. There's been rook who's a pilot and so forth. You then have the bishops, which is what you play, and you're, like, the soldiers. Right. You then have, like, the. Knights who are in charge, and there's above them there's a queen, there's a king. And you play Bishop Six, and you've been assigned to. <clears throat> and it's the, pretty much the entire game pretty much takes place on this futuristic plane. Yeah. It's a, it's like it's a first person sort of like talky game. It's it like sort of a bit like it's a bit like sort of walking through a slash with lots of talking, talk about character yeah. interaction. So you're still on this futuristic plane. And you have to basically, and shortly after you arrive on the plane, um, you're being flown to Ireland. It's <clears throat> um, a big place, like a sort of size of, say, a Boeing 747 type place. It's not like a little place, it's a big plane, you can wander around it. And it's quite, you wander on a whole ship, basically, and go all different areas and so forth, and access the avionics, copy, and all that sort of stuff. And <clears throat> you're flying, and you're basically you're going to Ireland, and you're flying through Bulgaria. And basically, these planes in Bulgaria, this like sort of local, like warlord chap who's like got planes on. He's basically sort of he likes to escort the plane. He's, he can't actually hurt you. His planes are no near. He's, he's, they're flying. They're flying outdated and ancient F thirty fives. They can't actually outdo you. They can't actually hurt you. 
at least you think they can't and these basically be sort of like lots of rashes say but you every time you fly through his airspace he likes to all escort you through but not long after you on board this plane a murder happens someone gets killed and you basically have to start trying to work out and you basically get instructed by the, the knight the person in charge of the aircraft to try and find the murderer so sort of a murder mystery and you have to try and sort of piece together and work out who the traitor is and it's basically a lot of sort of talking and dialogue and and it's got I mean it starts off you've got like this it's it's a very bizarre game because it's you get a feeling they wanted to make a bigger game but couldn't so like there's there's a virtual train you go into where you get to have a go at the weapons and so forth that shows you how the weapons work there's probably like one actual combat sequence in total the entire game mm. which takes about five minutes to complete and the rest of it's all done through the virtual trainer which you have to do so it's really weirdly done it just gets to fit and you've got all this like information <coughs> on how your weapons work and how you sort of have to manage your inventory and how you have to manage your armour and so forth it's really in depth but you get a feeling it's like they wanted to make this game bigger than it was and they couldn't right um it almost feels like they want to make almost like a Deus Ex style game which will grow pop from place to place to place to place and you're dealing with it. So, and it's all about sort of like all the characters are like, will have alignment changes based on what you say to them and so forth and when you go to dialogue you'll get like a choice of four options. The usual stuff, you've seen it all before. Um, has got this annoying, has got, now this is something that annoys me about a game like this is time dialogue choices yeah. where you have like, you know, 30 seconds to make a choice yeah. Um, and I always feel when I see that, I think, no, don't do that, because let me sort of think about it. Don't try to sort Because of, A, it never feels natural anyway, because someone says something to you, you then get the option of <coughs> choice, and you've got it 30 seconds. That's not natural anyway, that's not how conversations happen anyway. You don't wait 30 seconds every time you respond to somebody. No. I mean, in reality of it, it doesn't actually make any difference. You always have plenty of time to make a decision. <coughs> um, I'm never against it. Um, so you sort of talk to people you sort of like try and learn if you say things they like they also prefer you and it's all about substitutes happens on the plane people like um, sort of like there's sort of like groups wondering who's going on who's the merge where um, there's Rook 25 and Night 15 and sort of like have butting heads over who they think how they think they should deal with situations it was nobody so, you had a peanut allergy uh, no mm. he's a murderer um, it's weird actually it reminds me of Thunderbirds uh, I don't know why it just reminds me of Thunderbirds when I play it it wasn't um, like a murder in that show no it wasn't it was some murder it was gruesome yeah it was quite gruesome yeah. I always got the freak out this bit where they rob, a, where they rob a, a bank that's got some sort of backup where it explodes if you don't do anything but they've got these robots that just like literally grab people and hold them that fucking freaked me out <laughs> as a child um, and why have that as a security system who designed that security system anyway so you basically work your way through and over the course of four hours or so you'll be talking to people and so forth and dialogue and eventually you end the game you jump out the plane to land on a tower to basically start firing your way through to rescue some hostages and the game ends. Huh. And it's like right, okay, that's a bit... Again, you feel like oh yeah, they, they couldn't do the second environment. It feels like my first... It feels a bit like my first Unity game. It feels like someone's built it and they've tried to sort of they've tried, you can see what they're trying to do it's a bit like Cyber Elite we talked about two weeks ago they're trying to do something you can see what they're trying they've just not quite it's managed just missing it. that key ingredient yeah I mean it's got the potential to be actually really quite good but it just doesn't quite work it's no Orwell yeah no no definitely no Orwell um, I feel that 
it's quite buggy. There's some bugs which actually limit. So, so like you get given this option, this task to repair the faulty components in avionics, and you pick up all these chips <coughs> to basically power supply chips. And basically, you just change out old faulty boards and new boards, right? Mm. So you go up there, and some of the doors are open. This is offline. You click on it, so it's replacing mm. chip. But you keep doing replacing chips. Eventually, when it all goes replacing more, it's just like okay, it's online now. It shuts down. You do all of those, and when I did it, nothing happened. The game didn't trigger that I'd finished it. And the judge never completed. Um, and which is effectively locked off a section of the progression <coughs> where the story could progress. Just locked off. Yeah, I've had that happen quite a lot. Yeah. And um, Fallout 76, where you know that big crocodile down D when he says, that's not a knife, this is yeah, a knife. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not a bug, this is a bug. I mean, it's, not, it's, it's, it's a more of an annoying bug. Yeah. And also the intention is that you play for it several times and deal with different dialogue options. <clears> so you've got the option of, like, at some point, character says, you seem a bit strange, like, it's like, there's, like there's two minds you because you're meant to be sort of, like, inhabiting this guy in the future. You have the option of saying, yeah, it's because I'm actually from the past, and hello there. And you can actually sort of, like, convince or unconvince him that you're <clears> from the past. I, don't, I didn't go on that route. Um... And you have to sort of like try and sort of. It's, it does. One thing that's really be clever by is that you, 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 they obviously all the other characters think you know what's going on because obviously the real bishop section you've disinhabited does know what's going on, and on the background. So when you're talking to the other characters, you've got to try and sort. You can sort of have to try and sort of guess what you're saying and so forth. So it's no Stein's game either, then. No. Let's sort of guess what you want to say. You don't know. You don't know. There is option to research and so forth. Um, and it's actually implied some characters know that you're not who you say you are because one point later on, a guy asks you to say your name, and you don't know it obviously because you just inhabit this guy randomly. You know you're called Bishop Six Code. We don't know what your real name is, so you just guess. And other characters go like, "Come on, why are you saying that? Don't be stupid. Say your actual name. It's not a problem. Just keep saying it." Like, I don't <laughs> fucking know my own name. Yeah, it's. It's got. It had some promise, but it just didn't sort of. It didn't sort of gel for me. I mean, they've now. It took them. They've now released a second one because it's meant to be part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the second one. It's only took them four years to make the second one. Yeah, Can you get it and I think it goes really cheap in sale. I might do, but other than that, probably not. I mean, it's sort of. It was a. It was a okay for us. Also, I've actually realised that actually spending a lot of time talking to NPCs in games is actually not that enjoyable. It sounds like no kidding. Well, it sounds like the idea of like you know, as I'm sort of miss you, we have to go interview the crew mm. and so forth. Sounds like my cup of tea, but actually, when you do it, it's like oh, for God's sake, just get on with it. Just get on with it. Just like okay, if, if I don't want to listen to you, just get on with it. See, I, I, I don't think I could stomach that, especially in such a small environment. See, I like text adventures, and I like point and clicks and visual novels. Skyscraper oh. is an example. Fucking gravy. Yeah. Nice progression. That sounds shite. It isn't great, though. Mm. It isn't great. It is, it's, 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 I say it's all <laughs> right, it's just not great. You can see what they wanted to do. They've just they've tried really hard. Oh, there's some amusing bits that are never, they're nowhere near 476 bugs. There's this animation where the characters are using computer screens and so forth, and they saw like, do this weird, like they saw like the start of a prey, they start randomly touching like random things in front of them while using a computer screen. But they'll just randomly do that whenever they're sitting in a chair. So you'll go in a room, and there'll just be this person just randomly sort of like like a mime artist sort of touching the air. Mm. Nothing like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, you've got the idea. Just yeah, just they've really assigned like, some of the wrong actions to the wrong model. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it just you know, it's not been that finely polished. Um, 
Yeah, what I would say to you is if you see it like really cheap, you want to try something a little bit different. And I mean, when I say cheap, I mean like we're talking like two or three pounds max. I would say give it a punt, but other than that, I wouldn't bother with it. No, because I can think of at least a million better visual novels than play. But it's different. It's something they try something. To, I, I don't mind someone trying something different, even if it's a failure. Yeah, you say something different, but the, no, it's not a visual novel. It's not like, like a visual novel style. It's, well, no, it isn't. But I could probably think of at least ten other games if I were to look uh, at it. That are, you know, first they try something. They try. They try they've, I see they're going for something. They're trying. They're trying. They're, they're trying something different. So yeah, I'll go for it. The other one I'm playing. Mm. Which is another one of my random shit strange games. Yes, you love it. Yes, uh, it's called Shelter. <laughs> oh yeah, and you play a badger, right? Uh, no, <laughs> me and my mates have already established that badgers are not real. Well, this well this game's a fancy game then for you. Okay. Do you hate badgers being a farm? No, I don't hate badgers. Uh, badgers. Uh, Bodger and Badger, classic. Badgers are quite I hate that show. Bodger and Badger. I like. I like Badger and Badger. And ever far away, apart. How can you hate that show? I hate it a big time. All the mashed potatoes, it's great. Oh, that was all that show was, just mashed potatoes all the time. Now, admittedly, I'm not a huge fan of mashed potato, but I mean, lashings and lashings of butter, mate. Yeah. You'd like Badger then, he's had a lot of butter and meat. Oh, classic series, that is. Hard hitting British drama, that was. I preferred. Edgier stuff like Chuckle Brothers and things like that. Oh, I like Chuckle Brothers as well. Yeah, Chuckle Brother so, now, but oh, too soon. It's now to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe walks all the way around the table to you, <laughs> back and forth. Oh, have you seen Chuckle Brothers play Hitman? <laughs> I'll show that later. Um, the other one's the shelter. You play a badger, and you are a badger. You have five cubs. Yeah. And basically, it's a... The more cows you infect with TB, the more... No, no, no there's oh. no cows in it. Ah. But you are basically... It's like an escort mission. Oh. Where you have to escort... Isn't, that, isn't there a second one? Yeah, there is. Shelter yeah. 2. And you have to escort your badger cub. Are they called cubs? Do badgers have cubs? I think they're called bitches, aren't they? No, they're not called bitches. <laughs> fucking badgers, just go. Yes, you, you have to escort your cubs to, like, a new set... So you have to leave it, and, you have, and each level like, has a different sort of um, threat to it. So initially you're taught quite early on how to feed them, so you have to like grab food and feed them and so forth. Then you leave your set. They, yes, then you leave your set. And the first mission is obviously level trainers will get you the idea of how it works and teach you like there's like little signs that shows you how to attack other animals to kill and you can like sort of like hunt and kill other animals and feed your cubs with them. They're bloody hungry, these cubs. Oh, they eat so much so quickly but towards the end there's like a weird sort of stealth segment so the cubs follow you they're not as fast as you they can fo- they'll follow you as, and they'll keep following you no matter what so you can run away and leave them behind but they'll just keep marching towards you but that's dangerous obviously because you know you're meant to be looking after these cubs um, so the first bit I saw Big Fry found was a bird of prey flying over an area you just see its shadow and you've got like undergrowth you can walk in which it can't see you in so you have to sort of like try and walk between bits of undergrowth to make your way across the zone to get to the other side that was going quite well until I walked out and I mistimed it and the bird of prey saw my cubs and swooped down and stole it oh, and took it away now interesting one, one thing I do quite admire is that it's like 
Once that happens, it gets rid of the bird of prey. Or when when the threat to the environment, once they've killed one of your cubs, they get rid of the threat. Is it quite emotional when that happens? More annoying. So you lose. I lost my first cub that <clears> way. It's like, oh, great, brilliant. Um, Better make another one. Well, I, well, as as I, I don't know where the, where where my you know other half was, but he wasn't there. Bastard. He's a bandit. Yeah, he is. He's dead, but he's bad. He's bombing child support payments. Trans. Mm. So, the second level was at night. And so every level tries to do a different mechanic. Second level's at night. You've got, like, this zone of sight around you. And as long as it comes to me in that zone, you're safe. And that's as far as you can see as well. So you still see the general outlines, but you can't see, like, food sources and stuff like that. And you have to sort of, like, so you've got to make it all quite slow. It's a bit like a reverse stealth game, where... You have the vision cone, or the vision radius, as opposed to something else. If I, at first of all, I ran too far fast, <clears> I thought my cubs were following me, and I just walk past, I just hear this strange animal noise and a screech. I go running back, and I've only got three cubs now. I started with five, yeah. so I've now lost two. Now I'm carrying on, and one of my cubs <clears> just collapses because it's not beaten enough, and that's because I didn't realise. I thought I was just dropping food down. The nearest one will just grab it. Mm. and so you have to try and sort of somehow with very bad controls manoeuvre your badger to feed the correct cub so they all get a share of the food <laughs> that's a bizarre game it is absolutely fucking bizarre so the second cub then goes down and <clears> so I go I need to find food so I go running off trying to find food not go too fast and then I'm, I've literally found some food I see this never screech so like, oh good so now I'm going to two cubs so I'm only on second level and I've lost three cubs so far mm. so I'm doing well so I've actually got past the second level so the third level you're climbing up a mountain, a mountain bit, and there's a hill, and there's like a river. And every so often, this big, massive wave comes flying in the river. And you can see it's going to take out whatever's standing there. So, you manage to sort of cross over most of the bits. I think myself, I've got two cubs now. This should be quite easy. I've only got to worry about two of them, rather than five. It's sort of more manageable now. So, get fast, and there's a bit where you have to start walking up the lake itself. You can't cross it anymore, you have to walk up it. There's like little safe zones. So I start making way to each safe zone. They're time just a way that you've just got enough time to get to each the next one. Well, I must have took a split second too long, and I'm getting there, and one cub follows me behind into it. The next cub, cub number two, is a little bit behind, and the wave comes around, he just disappears, he gets washed down the river and killed. So I open him down to one now, but this will be easy. Hmm. So now I get to zone level four. This time, I'm in a forest fire. There's smoke everywhere, all the bits of undergrowth I was hiding in, I signed the catch fire. Because they don't rake it. Yeah, and badges aren't fireproof. Are they not? No, they're not, strange enough. God damn. So, you learn something new every yeah. And then, I managed to navigate my cub very carefully. I don't believe it. This cub's getting well fed, because obviously I'm finding enough food to feed five of them. Mm. I've only got one, so he's getting really well fed. So I think he's going... motherfucking can't move yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I wonder what happened. That's what where it all went mm. wrong. Because after I go through the fire bits, well, I then come across a bit of another, another bird of prey area, don't I? Yeah. But this is this area's on the catch fire as well, so I can't hang around. I've got to keep ahead of the fire. And at one <clears> point, <throat> what happens was, and this is actually sort of, I blame the cub. But it's really my fault. Um, I was in one on one. Don't take the blame yourself. Blame. I was <laughs> I was sort of like in the undergrowth, and I turned round. I actually pushed the cub out of the undergrove, and the bird came down and struck oh, him. Here you go. Junior. So now I'm down to me. 
and that's it. But I thought oh, I said the game's there, but no, the game carries on. It's just you do by yourself now. So it's like you know, it's like I'm a great mother. I've killed five of my cubs so far through my mismanagement. Terrible neglect. Yeah, terrible neglect. I'm, I'm waiting for CPS to turn up. Yeah. So I then go to the next level. The next level is like this autonomous area, and it's just me all by myself. I'm walking up through. This is going to be fucking easy now because it's just me. What could go wrong? I'm walking around and I get to never bloody oh never bloody bird of prey. Now the bird of prey being normal all the other times, I've been walking out it's not bothered me. Turns out when you buy yourself it will still go for you as a badger. Mm. It comes down, fucking hits me with its talon, and then my badger decides to start reducing speed to a crawl. I was like, oh god, and I can see like t- spare terrain in front of me, I'm just crawling, and the bird of prey comes out again and strikes me again. I'm just crawling away. It's like, I can make it, I can make it, I can make it. Comes up again, one more strike, boom, off it takes me, I go fly off and get eaten. Good. And that's what happened in Shelter. And that was like, those poor game thought, fuck <laughs> you, go, I'm not playing you anymore. I probably would have done that after the first level, I think. It was, again, it was <laughs> like... Not a game of the year contender? I uh, know. Right. It, was, it, was, it was interesting, but no, I would never play it again. They can't all be before like 76, can they? No, they can't, exactly. No. So, Scars, what have you been playing the last two weeks? Retro, still. Because, you know, you don't want to play... No, you want a new kick by the sounds of it. Yeah. I'd avoid new games at the moment. Yeah, they're all <laughs> track. Yeah. Anything um, new. I had this random groove, because uh, I've been rebuilding my games room, and we mentioned a while ago that I've been... <laughs> have I mentioned where the Samurai on Rammers yet? I think you've, you've gone to depth on it, but you have talked about it. Well, I've been playing through the Way of the Samurai series. There are four games in the Way of the Samurai series, and the first two were released a million years ago on the PlayStation 2. Um, in these games, you are plonked into a relatively small environment, given a limited amount of time and uh, you get to interact with other stuff in the environment to try and change the outcome of whatever the fuck is happening in said environment. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, we played them ever. Um, where of the Samurai 1, you are... I can't remember what the place is called. Is it Vakotsu Pass? I didn't realise it was based on um, actual events in history. Oh, right. But uh, in where of the Samurai 1, you as you start, you go through the training mission it will tell you that you are going to be going through this pass you'll have two days to do what the hell ever it is you choose to do and be done with it you might not even make it through the two days because you mm. might get killed mm. um, and that is very fucking likely in way of the samurai um, is that really hard it can be yeah it can be um, I, I was just playing it recently for the story when I was younger uh, in my teenage years, I used to play the game on the harder difficulties. Right, yeah. Um, this time around, I'll admit, I scummed that I played it on normal. Cause I so just, you get I just wanted to down. show people the, the story, because I really mm. enjoyed the story of Where the Samurai. Right. So, um, it's... Imagine almost uh, a Resident Evil style. Uh, so, like a minutia? Yeah, kind of, uh, well, yeah. kind of, kind of. So imagine uh, that each <clears throat> screen has kind of a set-ish camera angle. You can spin the camera around, but it will always kind of have a set angle as you walk into the map. Right. Uh, Rokotsu Path is set into smaller zones. I mean, Rokotsu Path uh, Pass is so fucking small, um, you can actually do your first playthrough in a few seconds. 
Okay. Okay. So, um, you see it, look, just imagine the Resident Evil style. So you see it from outside your character, you move around the screen, uh, square button to attack, X button to jump, um, you can sheath and unsheath the sword, circle button to interact with whatever is on the screen at the time, if the game tells you that you can interact with it. Mm. And, yeah. Um, as you enter the pass, your eyes are drawn to a bridge in front of you. And you're like, okay, I'm going to walk across the bridge. But here's the wonderful thing about Where the Samurai. You don't have to. Just because the game has pointed you in that rough direction, you can completely ignore it. The pass will go on with or without you. Regardless of what you do, time goes on. You have two days to do what the fuck ever. That is it. Whether you're ready for it to end or not, it's going to happen. So dead rising. Yeah, pretty much. You just have to get <clears throat> through it. So as I said, so... Example, because I don't want to spoil the story for you. If you want to look up your Japanese history, for Pops you pass, look it up. It's a thing. Right? Um, and I've been playing these games for decades and I wasn't even aware of, of this thing I, I thought I was quite into Japanese history this is quite a surprise to me um, okay you enter the pass your eyes are pointed towards the bridge most gamers go towards the bridge there's a guy with a couple of cronies chasing after a girl he says you know why are you disobeying me grabs her throws her over his shoulder she protests you get a choice you can threaten him, you can kind of take the piss out of him a bit, or you can ask to join him. Or you can destroy your sword, because they'll say, well, fuck, man, he's proper going to attack me, and then they will attack you. You might just walk past and do nothing. That's an option. Right? Depending on how you interact with the environment, things change in the story. The idea is... There are three factions in the four factions technically in the past. You've got the Akadama clan, the Karo family, and the people who live in the past. The government's also there on the side, but they you know you don't know unless you look around that the government are there until towards the end. Um, the idea is to get the Akadama clan, the Karo family, and the the villagers to kind of team up to go up against the government. This is the, the last kind of hurrah of the samurais before the government stomps them out. Mm. Depending on how you interact with other characters in the game, you might not get anyone to do anything. You might just barely be able to escape with members of the Karo family, maybe some members of the Akadama clan. You might team up with the civilians, and all, <coughs> or you might all just get wiped out. You might choose to do as I shoot people at the start of the game. You might walk into the pass, bypass everything that goes on, and just leave. The option is to just leave. You can go without talking to a single character, walk straight through the, through the pass within a few minutes. You could um, join the Karo family. Be a bit of a bully. Bully the people that uh, live in the village. Kill the folks in the Akadama clan. And then get wiped out by the government. You could join the Akadama clan, try and uh, take out the Karo family, take their foundry, 
not have enough power to stand up to the government anyway, get wiped the fuck out. You could join the villages, try and defend them from the warring factions, and then get crushed by the government <laughs> as they come through, and you manage to escape as the academic and the Corot family <coughs> try and do whatever. There's only five real endings to the game, but my fucking god is that story interesting. And the way that you go about interacting with each and every character in the game. I mean, it's quite in-depth for such a simple game. Each playthrough will last about two hours. Sword fighting's pretty neat. Um, you can level up swords. So you can, uh, you can, as you kill enemies, you pick up their swords. You can choose to take them to a forge, a blacksmith, and they will uh, upgrade them, which will then give you higher strength stats, defense stats, health stats. Durability, your sword will break if you put it under too much stress. Your swords can be lost. If you die, let's say you've got a favorite... When you finish a run-through, <coughs> you get to keep the swords that you collected. You can only carry three, but let's say you've got a favorite sword. As you use a sword, you learn skills, so you can learn new moves. Depending on how you interact with said sword, you'll learn new skills. Um, if you like that sword and you complete a playthrough, you get to keep it and use it on your next run. If, for some random reason, you fuck up and get killed, goodbye, that sword is gone. If you're in a fight and you put it under too much stress and the sword snaps, it's gone. The, the, you know, there's a kind of side thing about going around collecting swords and, and all that kind of class. Um, I don't want to go into a huge amount about the story and the people in it, because that'll spoil it. Yes. It's kind of part of the fun, learning what makes all these characters tick, why they're there, how to manipulate them, because you can. Um, you can choose to spare people, you can choose to have them killed. You can kill them yourself. Um, it's it's very much up to you where the story goes. Even though there are five kind of clear cut, and then six if you include the joke ending of just leaving the pass. Um, fine. Getting timing. No, yeah. just a tad. Um, <laughs> where the sound look? Where the sound was a hard one to explain. <clears throat> Second one, more of the same, but uh, you've got like a, a one hit kill mechanic now. Uh, you can't just walk between areas now. You just you get plonked into a subsection of the map. Like, so, I'm now in this village, and I've gone to this area. And you walk out, and it'll take you to a map. And then you pick the next area you go to, where the samurai was all connected, and you had to walk through the area. Very, very small area. Mm. Like, four, five, maybe six areas. That was it. Um, where the samurai 2 upgrades it to, like, ten different areas. Equally as interesting story. Um, easier to get the best ending in that one I think um, but cool I haven't got to wear the Samurai 3 or 4 yet but I really do think that they're games that people need to try PS2 you just say? yes um, you can get 3 and 4 on PC they got remastered they're on PS3 um, I never played 4 but uh, they, they are fun games I find it really hard to explain but just know that they're samurai combat games with neat little RPG elements, um, neat storytelling elements. You decide where it goes. You are the tip. You are the extra weight to the balance of power. You decide where things go, if anywhere at all. And that's, that's kind of neat. You can be a criminal, you can be a good guy, you, know, you can bully the villagers. You don't even have to talk. <laughs> you can literally just sit there 
at one point in the game, some guys come to trash the local village cafe or the little village restaurant, and I just chose to sat there. I, I just, just chose to sit there. The guys came in, they roughed up the people that were staying there. I didn't even fucking move. <laughs> and they didn't give a shit. Oh, poor caffeines. And then another time I went through it, I just pulled my sword as they walked in, and I fucking hacked them all to pieces. <laughs> it's up to you. And depending on what events you do and don't see can affect where the story goes in the future. So that's a neat little one. I consider it kind of like a, an action visual novel almost. Yeah, it sounds quite unique the way they've gone about it. Yeah. Mm. But it's a series that has been left to kind of yeah. vanish. In recent, uh, the Wayne Samway 3 has recently been released for PC. They started with 4 on PC. <coughs> 3 has now come out. 1 and 2 have never seen a re-release other than on PSP. <laughs> um, which is a shame. Fun games, love the music, decent graphics, gameplay is solid, story is solid. It's one of my favourite games on PlayStation 2, or one of my favourite series of of, uh, of all time. Cool. Cool. Overlooked, hard to explain, it's just a game that you have to try. Cool. Mm. Well, that's it from games, so moving on, which means, for Scatter's purposes... Yay. <laughs> Right, so, nothing in news or anything like this month, unless anyone's got any news or anything, nothing for TV before we move on? No. In that case, it comes to our annual event, Game of the Year. So, Skaz, what is your Game of the Year? That's not difficult. Issei on Nintendo Switch. Okay, were there any other contenders, or was it just that one? No, say on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Pretty much every other game that's come out this year has been fucking trash. They've been awful. <laughs> this has been a really, really bad year for games. You think so? I think PS4-wise, I've been very happy. Mm, really? No. I think it's been um, a bad was, year. Who was I was talking to? If you're new, this is our game of the year. This, what our game of the year is not to say... This year's game is our game of the year that we've played this year. No, no, this, this year. This I know year. it's this year. I know it's last year, but I'm saying it's not. Well, no, I've got a game. I've got a game of the year that I've played this year, but I'll get to that after oh, you okay. say. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's still in there then. The, <laughs> my actual game of the year uh, this year is Issei on Nintendo Switch. It originally came out, I think, 2016 on PlayStation 4. Um, and then we got uh, that might came out in America in uh, 2017. I don't think you ever mentioned the East Game before. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know it's like really it's out there. Sure in there, but but um, the Nintendo Switch version came out. I think it was June 28th this year, and I I didn't play it immediately when it came out because I was playing through uh, Shine and Resonance Refrain. Or was no, I played East first. I think I put Shine and Resonance on the on hold for that. Issei is an amazing game. <clears throat> I have been tempted. It's one of the best looking Issei games ever, isn't it? They're yes. Bit, they're well, not like stunning looking games, are they? But no. Well, um, you got to think Issei started. <laughs> Issei is a series that started back in the eighties and the two D sprite kind of generations of games, like the eight bit era. Mm. Um, yeah. But Issei games have always had. This is the one with the shipwreck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, that's funny because, like I say, yeah. like we said in the last it's episode, all of it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it, like fucking in in East One, depending on which version you play, there is no shipwreck. 
But if you play the Master System version, there is. If you play the uh, PC Engine CD version, there isn't. But in nearly every other East game, if Adol gets on a boat, <laughs> you get the fuck you have to off the boat. <laughs> Adol was probably on the Titanic, <laughs> goddammit. I was just saying, wasn't, wasn't yeah. East game never went on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the series the ended, man. Look, that's when Adol died. Like, yeah. You didn't get off that motherfucker. Um, it's got a memorable cast of characters. Do I have to go over the story again? No, I've not covered it. I'd quite like to play it soon, so... It may... Starts off, Adol's on a boat. <laughs> it goes I've bad, as you would scene, never though. have guessed. Yeah. The boat sinks, you wash up on an island, oh, and really? you have to gather the survivors... Uh, it takes place just after Memories of Cell Setter, which was the Vita game, which was East 4? This is a bit like Lost the Game. Fuck <laughs> I need to say that. <laughs> but um, graphically, as you say, uh, Falcom haven't been known for their um, 3D games. I mean, like East uh, Cell Setter was pretty tight, but then that's a remake of East 4. Uh, which was a, 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 a sprite based game um, East 6 or no maybe East 7 I think was very much in the East 8 style but that was a I'm going to say PS2 game or a PSP game um, so you know they've never really had a big boy hardcore of this quality console release no. before Um if the gameplay and all that story are on point, the graphics you kind of forget about five minutes in anyway. It's, it's really if good. The rest is on point. Combat <laughs> is solid. Um, the music is amazing. The characters look good. Even the voice acting is pretty good for fuck's sake. There's a character in it called Sahad that I almost cry laughing every time he opens his mouth. Childish motherfucker, sailor, foul mouth, dick and fart jokes <laughs> everywhere. I was just saying, is it, is it that game I remembered? Is it the combat a little bit like Xenoblade, you know, where you don't necessarily control what's happening in the combat? No, no, no. You run in and you are spamming that button like a madman. Right, yeah. Xenoblade <laughs> was trash. The latest one, you mean, yeah. Yes, uh, well, even. Oh, no, no, no. I've gone back and played Xenoblade 1, or I've tried to many a time. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't understand how it got so much praise. It's not. So, bad. combat's not really like that, then? No. No. I'm quite intrigued to get an ease, that ease game. If you want to try it at some point, because well, I've got a digital version on the Switch, I'll just load yeah. up a guest account at some point and you can have a crack at it oh, yes. uh, yeah. next time you come around. <coughs> it's a really, really fun game. Falcon have done a cracking job with this one. Even on the Switch running at 30 FPS, it's fucking phenomenal. Mm. The PC port wasn't ideal from what I hear, right. but uh, the PS4 version runs smooth as can be. Mm. It looks good, it plays good, it sounds good. Nice. It's my game of the year. It stomped all over Monster Hunter World, which was a <laughs> fucking disappointment to me. Um, even the Monster Hunter game on Switch was turd. I mean, mm -hmm. it, was, it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't great. Um, there weren't that many good games out for me this year. Yeah. A lot of the games, as, as I said... For me they were, but for you and your, the way you... yeah. Well, I was, I was talking to a mate today who <laughs> come round, and uh, he was a, he's a big fan of PS4 games, and he listed off all the big games for PlayStation 4 that he's bought, and I was like, you know what, mate? If they're the big launches for PS4, I'm not interested in any of them. And he listed no, uh, for me, the, God I think, of War, Spider-Man, Just Cause. I was like, I'm, I don't care. Except Just Cause, I'm a big fan of all those games. So, so for me, maybe it's just 
console mentality, those kind of games appeal to console owners, don't they? Mm. I know you do dip into consoles quite a bit, but I think just for me, that's the kind of games I always really enjoy, you know? Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong, I don't think that those are bad titles, just I've just never really got into you. the God of War series. Um, my game of the year, then. <laughs> just cause... Well, I understand, because when you brought it around that time for the 24-hour podcast, it looked good. It seemed mm. like it was kind of fun to play, but I've never really been interested in Kratos as a character. He is so much more likeable in this. No, he's completely different. They, I, I understand before before there was barely no character. You just, just go around hitting everything. Yeah, there, was, there was no character to him, but they have done a lot of work to make him a lot more likeable. Mm. Not this, a little bit more reliable than being a dad, but a lot more likeable than in the past. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. I can understand your grievances with him before, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and even Spider-Man. I like <laughs> Spider-Man, but I just can't be asked to play another Spider-Man game. There's been, like, a million of them. So many of them were bad, though, other than Spider-Man 2. This one... I'm a big Spider-Man. Yeah. Probably like yourself, but I, I really did enjoy this one, because the swing was just so much fun. Just doing that. Yeah. Effort, I well, I used to do that in all the Spider-Man games. The <laughs> yeah. Swing was kind of the, the this is the best game. one, though, since Spider-Man 2, you know, with the... Mid- Momentum and the phys- you know the proper physics of where the web should right. go. And I'm I'm kind of bad for my opinion. My favourite Spider-Man game is either Spider-Man one on PlayStation one or classic the Spider-Man movie game, oh, which has it. horrible web swinging mechanic. But they just go anywhere, don't they? They don't. Yeah, they just stick buildings. up to the, they stick up to the, the, to like the, the clouds. Sky, and but, the, oh yeah, look, mate, I'm web swinging off of a cloud. Yeah. But do you want to know why? I'm very intrigued to know why. Yeah. Fucking Green Goblins, an unlockable character at the end of it. Oh, fuck yes! What playable wise? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can play through the entire game oh, as, yeah. uh, as the Green Goblin. <laughs> Fucking hilarious! Because you just gun yeah. down people. That's great. The original PS One game, great, especially when you meet Mysterio second or third time, and he's got a fish in the bowl of his head. You know, good game, yeah. good game. But yeah, um, Ease Eight then. Ease Eight, uh, it, it was amazing. Absolutely, amazing. give that a good consideration. Mm-hmm. Twenty, mm. back, probably about twenty bucks on PS4. Yeah, probably yeah. about twenty bucks on PS4. Mm. Um. Okay, the stuff. If I was quite tough, I did back and forth, but it has to be God of War, simply because the game, like when you go through the game, generally just going from area to area, there's always fun stuff to do. With it. But every once in a while, there's moments in that game that just uh, unbelievable there's like a dragon in it that you sort of fight and he's absolutely enormous but it's not just like he closed him a bunch of times it's, uh, it's not just quick times there's ways you take on the baddie that are just really inventive and they keep doing that they keep coming up with massive enormous stunning looking enemies and it's not just like you know jump on fight the, the battles all come in different stages and there's a fight at the very early part of the game where you fight like this unkillable guy, he's like completely invincible, and the fight just goes on for ages and ages. Like you, there's one bit where you throw a giant rock on top of him, and he just lifts the rock up and throws it, and then you. Is that the scrawny looking guy? Yeah, he's, yeah, and because the game has one camera, one the game is like one continuous shot from start to finish. The camera never cuts away ever. The whole thing, so you get thrown over your house, and the camera follows you. You know, you're kind of yeah. going into the house, through the roof, into the it basement. It looks spectacular. Yeah, you then run out of the house, go through the door, come after him again, 
fight him till he's limited again you rip a tree out of the ground smack him with a tree off a cliff it's what action then, movies wish they could look like exactly yeah if they had unlimited completely unlimited budget and yeah. you know the tech to do and I mean, let's be honest could you imagine a one shot <laughs> film looking like that my <laughs> no. god you go down a ravine and you permanently down there and then you throw another massive like enormous half of a cliff on top of him and then you just sort of you when think that's got to, <laughs> yeah, he's got to be dead by now. And then later on in the game, you hear him talking, and you know you're gonna to have to fight him again. There's a tree of all knowledge that, like, there's a guy that's been trapped into this tree, and he's been imprisoned there by God, and he's going completely insane. You go to a witch's house, which is probably the best looking part of the game, and it's amazing. And she's like kind of helpful, has you do a few bits of tasks. The missions aren't just like go here, fetch quest. They're like massive like en- endeavors. And you go to all these different realms. Like you go to the ones seen in like films like Four, Jotunheim, and all these different dimensions and realms within mythology. And there's there's all different things to do in there. There's dragons, giants, minotaurs, krakens, giant sea serpents. Some of these things are friendly that you don't fight rather than just killing everything you see. Yeah. The game part of the game is semi open world where you go around. If you watch our 24-hour stream on Twitch, there's like a... You on YouTube. On YouTube now, trips. yeah. And you go on a road... You know, you get like a rowboat that you go around and dock to different parts and then that will take you on a new... Sometimes a side mission or the main quest. And that just it looks, like you said, it looks amazing as well. One of the best-looking games I've ever seen on a console. It's all very nice and sort of, you know... 4K and HDR and I, all I, fancy. Honestly, I've rated that as uh, I've rated that <coughs> highly enough to say that it's probably one of the better looking games I've seen. Full stop. Yeah, that is absolutely. Yeah, that is absolutely stunning. It's amazing what they get out of those consoles towards the end of their life. Obviously. Really, quite like same with Red Dead Redemption. You know, it's amazing what they can put, what they can get out of those things when they when they had to take long enough to understand it all, and they do get. get I mean, they optimise the fuck out, and it makes you wonder <laughs> yeah. why don't they do this with more games. Yeah, because yeah. if they're capable of doing that with a PS4, <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, we should I be guess, playing games in 8K by now if they were properly optimized. I guess the only way to make money is to make them full formats when they do that, so they kind of you know scale down and up and things. But it's really, you know, unbelievable. And there's a lot. It's not just like a gruel. It's fun. There's little puzzles to do. All these different environments. Sometimes it's nice and bright and lush and colourful. Other times it's very dark and moody, but everything like the lighting and all that kind of helps with the atmosphere. Great sound design, you really atmospheric. Great sort of music when it comes in. Mm. It's very you know orchestral and deep voices. Yeah. Very uh, kind of fast paced. There's no, there's not really as I think they make thirty hours or so, twenty five thirty. There's never really parts that sag or you know like the pointless. You go into like a bit where you. It's just really uh, entertaining. Puzzles are quite tricky. They're not like really simple push a block kind of stuff. And it's just really, really epic. Like every once in a while, you get to a scene or a moment that really is above anything that I've seen in an, uh, another game before. Yeah. I think the reason it beat Red Dead for me is just because there are bits in this game that I've never really seen before in anything, and that, that just ups the ante. And it's like really like playing. I say a, a movie that could never be made. Yeah. Not certainly not these days. And the whole one shot thing is very. If you played the game thirty hours straight, you that would just be that one thing you'd never ever one you know. Continuous shot yeah. Camera got away. Just behind the thing, and you know, 
even if it's not focused on you, that'll cut away from somewhere, but it'll be the whole loop of that shot. It won't ever... But that's really inventive, that is. I know one game of the year and stuff last night, and, but it's really... You mean two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago and two weeks from one day ago. Wonderful losing track of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that has to be my game of the year, purely because... Were there any other know, contenders? Red Dead was very, very close. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was quite close. That was a lot of fun. That was like Not really near? Good. That was last year. Uh, and I wanted wanted to keep it to each year. And um, there was one other game that was... Fit. You know, there was good game... Uh, it was a good game for the year for PS4, and it was a view into the yeah, sort of games I was into. PS, well, see, the other reason um, <coughs> PS4 got a bit of a kicking from me is because mine fucked up during the Monster Hunter launch no, back, in, uh, back yeah. in February. So I had a lackluster game with a system that just kept on. Like you said um, uh, with, the, with the last game you were playing, it just kept on crashing. Yeah. No reason. Fucking, like, Fallout 76 is a Bethesda game, I expect it to crash in 15 yeah. seconds. But um, Monster Hunter, at least for me, I mean, I was playing with other people and it barely crashed at all. For me, it crashed nearly every other hunt, so it spoiled it for sh- me. Yeah. At that point, I have barely touched my plate. I formatted it, low level, fresh firmware installed, fresh hard drive. You went fresh... in safe mode and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, uh, no, yeah. the whole thing was these... white bone dry. <laughs> mm. Hard drive was stripped out, fresh firmware, the lot. <clears throat> Lost loads of my saves. I've refused to pay for PlayStation Plus now. The thing's basically a fucking paperweight. Yeah. Sony can take away all my digital games. I don't care. That's a shame. Um, the, it just it <clears> ruined <throat> uh, the console for me. Really yeah. ruined it for me. So a lot of the games that probably could have been contenders for Game of the Year. You missed out on them. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. I think you probably would have liked God of War based on yeah, this one, based on some of the games you've mentioned today. Even I could have got, I could have probably gone back and gotten into the series. To be honest, yeah, but it's it, not a hard series to collect for, is it? In the grand scheme, no. There's lots of collections and stuff. Did it not start on PS2 anyway? PS, yeah, PS2 yeah. and PSP. Yeah, but it was you know this took that whole the whole thing another level, no? Yeah, I could probably no. go back and play the entire series quite <clears> easily. Yeah. Um, this is the pinnacle now. I think because yeah. Kratos is so much more enjoyable and the whole father-son thing actually feels good. And these days, that whole having another person with your companion kind of thing doesn't, you know... Ever since Bioshock Infinite, I think they've figured out how to do a companion well. Whatever mm. problems that game Maybe may have. Maybe companion actually useful. Yeah. Whatever problems that, that game may have for people, that part of it is... Yeah. De- you know, works. Uh, it's not, she's not an irritation. They, they don't get in the way. You know, he's helpful. And you can even control him a little bit with his arrow shots and other little bit moments. But yeah, yeah, no, massively highly rated. I can't wait for whatever they do with the PS5 version. I guess. Mm. Yeah, my game of the year. Excellent. Well, my game of the year this year is RimWorld. I wonder what yours would be. Which is that one then? That was the one where it's your a colony ship that crashes, and you basically have to build up a colony from scratch, which is bare resources. The one where you had members of your crew go completely mental, and with a gun had to sort of be subdued and battered, and then sort of put in the bed. The one that went clinically insane. Yeah, yeah, and then 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 yeah, then as a thunderstorm, the whole half my colony burnt down, and someone stole my what guy my marine was soldiers stolen and I never found him again it did interest me I must admit that it is it's, it's on the Linux port isn't it it got released it got properly it was, I played in early access it's now been released alpha released about 3-4 weeks ago 
right. Yeah, it's fairly recent release. Um, but I like games that generate stories, and it's generate stories not pre-written, but Almost like organically. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a dynamic. Yeah. Exactly, this game generates stories. I mean, all the stuff I told you about was something that just happened to me. Mm. And so if all... I play it through, I probably won't have a crazy woman that's... Uh... Well, the mechanics are there, but it's how... It's because there's so many complications of how that occurs. Yeah, sure, but, well, because yeah. I, be, I might be paying more attention to what she's doing or yeah. whatever, and so, you know, whatever. That might frustrate me, that's the only thing, that kind of game. I can get quite easily frustrated. There's so many things. Yeah, with that, all it, things going it, on. Yeah, stuff. it's a game where you can pause it. Yeah, um, it's a game where you are sort of initially early on, or if you have a really big setback, is like how the hell am I going to solve this? Because mm. like my store burnt down for all my food. I had, oh, no, I had yeah. food for like wood, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, for the, yeah. I made yeah, it out yeah. of wood. That was a mistake because <laughs> wood apparently burns. Yeah, um, how have yeah. you meant to know that? Well, apparently, Jeez, that's and, a hard yeah. So yeah, man, would all burnt down. All my food was in there, which meant we were really starving. I had, to, oh, I had to kill one of my llamas. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Did he you have was, a name or something. No, I didn't kill Norbert. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I killed. I killed. I killed. I killed. I killed Llama Free. Was his name Llama Free? Yeah, that was a that was a horrific moment. So my guy with a knife to just slaughter one of my llamas. So it was, yeah, it was, really? it was, yeah, it was, um, I look, I mean, I went actually through and I went on our blog post. I literally went through every game for the last, I've talked about the last 26 episodes. I think yours week. would be tricky. I, no way I could have guessed yours because so many yeah. indie games that you seem to like quite yeah. close. you didn't go Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5 instantly oh, lost its potential of. to be game. It was, it, it would have been a contention. It's the ending. It's the ending to please. I haven't finished it. the ending, but I've heard bad stuff about it. It, it, it turned it. Well, it would have probably been my game if not for the ending. Have you seen the trailer for the new one? No, because he said he said he's in it. So there's a, in he right. says. All I'm saying is yeah. that the trailer from the sounds of the trailer spoils the ending of Far Cry Five. Yeah, because he says I thought this would be different. This isn't how I hoped it would be, mm. Father. Yes. Well, the yeah. other the other games I the other games I had saw potential was Tooth and Tail. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was good. Um, the swarm. Did you ever finish it? No, I could. As well, I could never get through it. No, not good. It, but I enjoyed. I like the story. I like the. I like. It was games different. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's not. If I'm a game source, I encountered before, so I like that. Um, the swarm of mine. Oh, there's a new complete edition of that on consoles. Yeah. Mm. and um, Dishonored: Death the Outsider. I liked it, but it wasn't. It wasn't different. It, was, it had some interesting mechanics. But it was it, it was more of an expansion pack yeah. than a full fledged game. So that's what we do anything new with that. Yeah, it stuff, was it was definitely sort of a, it felt more like a what they call it used to call it standalone. <clears throat> I think it was a semi kind of that, wasn't it? Like yeah. a, you know, cut price release. So that's what sort of knocked it out for me. But yeah, Rimworld was my game of the year. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a good choice. That was one of the ones I Think yeah. I would have enjoyed from I, the ones you've talked yeah, about. Yeah, I quickly. Way. Yeah, I mean, I put my list up and I very quickly eliminated about three quarters. I got yeah. down to about 12, 15 titles and I sort of gradually knocked them down. To There's the two point in the. Two point was point? in there, yeah, mm, but I knocked back. Yeah, that was in there, but I was like, that just didn't generate the stories that Winwell did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get I enjoyed it, but I sort of drifted off it quite quickly. Was it quite advanced graphically, Winwell, or quite. No, it's 2D graphics. Yeah. But it's styled in such a way that you wouldn't really worry about it. Mm. Have you ever seen Prison Architect? <clears throat> Very similar art style. Uh, yeah. 
and it plays very. It's, it's, it's clearly been inspired by Prison Architect. Quite yeah. everything works yeah. very similarly. But then Prison Architect is another example of a great game. Yeah. Strategy goes another great example of a game. Well, one game that was not a contender for me, but I really love. Anyone that likes strategy games who's got a Switch gets Civilization Six because they're brilliant on there. Yeah, it's not like Civ Mobile or anything. It's like full game pretty much. Mm-hmm. They haven't like shoehorned the mobile. It's like the fully fledged Civ Six. They actually fully released that on Switch. Yeah. yeah I, Absolutely brilliant if you like that kind of game. There's, don't think oh, it's going to be the Switch version. It's going to be is cut the down full or thing on the, on the card, or is that a digital download? I downloaded it, but you you can buy. Is it a big download? I, mean, I haven't even got an SD card that fit. Oh, that's including a few other games. So yeah, that's massively highly re- recommended for anyone that likes that kind of yeah. tragedy game. Is the multiplayer right? <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's full online. I think it's oh, local okay. or something. You know, yeah. It's just fair. That's, if anyone likes strategy games, that's also a highly recommended game. Just uh, before I forget, until next year, you know. Awesome. <clears throat> well, that's only a couple of weeks' time, isn't it? So Yeah, but yeah. just in case anyone wants to get ahead of the holiday season, but thinks, you know, just before Christmas two days. or next year. Yeah. Two days to buy. If they want to get for New Year or something, you know, yeah. that's definitely don't be put off by it being Switch and thinking it's going to be Civ Mobile or Civ Revolution 2 or something. Well then, just say it's full fat seven in your pocket, kind of like yeah. Doom on the Switch. Full fat Doom. It's so much fun on that on the handheld. You can have like for me, I have football on the background playing. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've <coughs> patched you and fixed those audio issues. I don't know, but that's not just Doom that I've had audio issues in. Is that on Switch? Yeah. I've had issues with that. If you have it on surround mode and you play it through the TV, mm. you have issues. If you switch it to stereo, it's fixed all the problems I've had in the past. I'll have to look because I had issues with Civ where the audio the voices weren't coming through and like half of it was very like in the background and wasn't coming through at all uh, see, and I, I switched uh, to stereo mode and it, just try and see if it does help but mine were more squealing <coughs> random screechy oh my god the audio's gone and now it's making my ears bleed issues try switching to stereo from, uh, if I'll, you have on surround just to see because that's what I did for Civ 6 and that fixed whatever the issue was I'll fiddle around with it just, yeah. But yeah, a lot of games have had stuff like that around loads of games on the Switch I don't ask fucking annoyed the piss out of me but then that it, I don't remember having any issues like that in East <laughs> no uh, well, that's all matters <laughs> another thumbs up for it then if they fucking oh. ruined that soundtrack with random audio issues <clears> I would have gone to Nintendo's headquarters and said your hardware is fucked fix it now you think for episode 200 we could do best games ever we sure have done probably done that though haven't you yeah might be well, the, be, the best one of them sort of the <coughs> late, best PC games of the late 90s early 2000s yeah because uh, <laughs> um, we got to, we that got was a three and a half hour podcast that was Christ let's not start that now then. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right then anything for anybody else yeah. alright no. so that will bring our Christmas rush to end we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas it's do. interesting how we didn't mention any of the games of the year of games that we've played this year for the first time We've just gone straight for game of the year, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, for me, mm. it's like I've played. I've played a lot more new games this year. Sure. I mean, RimWorld. Te- if you go, it, although it got its alpha, it got out its early it came out of early access four weeks ago. It technically got released last year mm. in early access, so I suppose you could argue that. But that's all fits. Yeah, but then both you could say the same thing for East uh, yeah. East Eight. It came out in 2016, but I only yeah. recently got it in 2018. So it only recently came out on my platform of choices. It. But mm. but it's because normally it'd be a game about five or six years old. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so 
We all or have... end up picking up Open Dimension Neptunia game yeah. or a, a Boobage game. Or... They're all yeah. very different games, aren't they? Wasn't They're very all, different. Wasn't, I know, yeah. but I know wasn't game last year Galgun? Yeah, yeah, sure was, yeah. I didn't even pick one last year because I wasn't here for the yeah. Christmas one. No. I can't remember anything so, that happened last year, so. Well, there we are. Mm. So, very much for We hope you have a lovely Christmas in a couple of days' time. We will, in a couple of days' time. We'll all set up. We've all starved ourselves, ready for the turkey. Yeah, oh, no, no, ready for the turkey. Yeah, ready for turkey, ready for everything. Like Christmas in this house yeah. is going to suck. Feel sorry for me. No, don't feel on Christmas Day, no. That's I know, weird, the, fi- I know yeah. the final episode is like it's three days before Christmas Day. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's either because it's like three days episode before. Episode 10 was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, episode, that was a good one. Watch that one. Yeah, episode 10 was really and, uh, good. That was crap, that one. Jesus. Yeah, I yeah, actually. Why did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I'll catch that. I'll catch yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. I did a bit quick. I saw that edit out. That's all right. I can I I did did a bit quick. Quick fade to black and sorted that out. I know, it's a little. That's a really controversial episode. And so just to be a dick, you put in the reverse of what everyone else thinks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. So, for favourite watching, we'll see you in a um, food. We'll see you in the new year. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I'm the Silver Graham, and he's been. Scazius. Bye.